0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the In the Scriptures Bible Study Podcast. I'm Lance Taylor, and I'll be your host. I'm the evangelist at Sandlin Road Church of Christ in Elkmont, Alabama, and would invite you to visit our website, sandlinroadchurch.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram for more opportunities to have Bible study lessons brought to you via video and audio. This In the Scriptures Bible Study Podcast is designed to be encouraging the opening of the Bible to personally examine the Scriptures, finding Christian answers for daily life, and helping equip individuals to better share God's Word. I've been away from you for a couple of weeks without presenting a new lesson to you as we've welcomed uh, our newest addition to our family, our little baby girl, on November the 3rd. Uh, But looking forward to getting back to releasing these episodes as we are uh, working through the scriptures currently and looking at overviews of Old Testament books at this moment. And last time we looked at the book of Numbers, the fourth book in the Bible. And today I want us to look at the book of Deuteronomy. This is the fifth book of the Old Testament. It's the last of the books of the Pentateuch or the original Law of Moses. And uh, ultimately, Deuteronomy is going to continue to tell the history of the people of Israel. I'll be using as a guide for some of our overview today a book by Brother David Dan titled Overview of the Bible. This is part one that covers Genesis through Second Kings. I'll be using it to, to kind of guide us through what we talk about today. I would encourage you to maybe look up uh, that book as well if you'd like to delve into this study even more. But when thinking about the book of Deuteronomy, it really does bridge a gap uh, between some of the earlier events in Israel's history prior to going into the land of Canaan and then ultimately what will happen as the children of Israel prepare to settle in the land of Canaan. And uh, as it follows this history from the time of the Exodus to the edge of the promised land, uh, it shows how God's people were being prepared to go into this promised land. And so it's a very interesting read. It's also uh, an interesting read because of where it falls in the life of Moses. Moses has become this great leader of the people of Israel by this point in time. And uh, it really seems that he's giving farewell speeches to the people of Israel uh, in the book of Deuteronomy. And I'll have more to say about that as we continue on in this. But uh, thinking about just the title, it's kind of a strange word. Deuteronomy. It, I dare you to try to spell it. It's spelled D E U T E R O N O M Y, and that's uh, again not a word we would use every day. Uh, when you go back to the Hebrew Old Testament, uh, it's it's designated by the opening line that's translated. These are these wor- These are the words. And when the Septuagint version of the Old Testament was written, uh, the translators gave the book a Greek title, and the Greek title is where this Deuteronomy word actually comes from, and uh, the, the Greek title that was used meant second law, second law, and it was emphasizing that the book contained what is largely a copy or a repeat of the law of Moses as it's presented in Exodus and also in Leviticus, and some in Numbers. And so then the Greek name for the book was converted to Latin and then to English, and so now the English word uh, that went back to that original second law uh, Greek word is Deuteronomy. And so Deuteronomy represents what we would call the repetition of the law, or uh, a repeat of the law of Moses. Jewish teachers of the law have also been known to refer to the book of Deuteronomy as, quote, repetition of the law, or, quote, unquote, the book of admonitions. And so it it really, just to kind of sum all that up, Deuteronomy is going to repeat the law of Moses in many ways in somewhat of a speech form coming from Moses to the people. And that brings us to who the author is. The book states that it contains the words which Moses spoke to Israel as the people prepared to enter the land of Canaan. In Deuteronomy 1, 1, 5, chapter 4, verse 44, chapter 29, verse 1. And then the rest of the Old Testament attributes uh, what's written in the book of Deuteronomy to Moses as well. One interesting thing about this, though, is that the final chapter of Deuteronomy, chapter 34, contains the events of Moses' death. And so you must uh, kind of understand that someone besides Moses had... Uh, an involvement in this to write the events surrounding his death, uh, we must suppose. And because of that, if you're interested in dates of when things were written, uh, with this originating in the land of Moab as they've ended their 40 years of wandering in the wilderness just before going into the land of Canaan and right around the time of Moses' death, uh, the book must have been written, according to scholars, around 1406 BC. Well, let's talk about the purposes of Deuteronomy. Talked a little bit about what's in Deuteronomy, who wrote it, but what about the purpose? For the purpose of history, uh, Israel's history during the years from the wilderness as they had left Mount Sinai into the plains of Moab, Is covered in Deuteronomy chapter 1 through 4. And the renewing of the covenant that God made with the fathers uh, in chapter 5, in the first few verses, is referenced there. Deuteronomy reiterates the covenant that God made with Israel at Mount Sinai, but ultimately expands and applies it to this new generation uh, that's getting ready to enter the promised land. Remember the wandering in the wilderness. Uh, was a punishment that God placed upon the people of Israel as they had come out of the land of Egypt because of their rebellion, because of the hardness of their hearts, their unbelief, if you will, their disobedience. Uh, There was a generation that would die in the wilderness during that 40 years of wandering. And so it's this new generation that now God is renewing this covenant with in the book of Deuteronomy. Moses is about to die, and and so it's important uh, that God is going to reveal to him how this needs to be handed over to this next generation and even to the next leader of Israel, which would be Joshua. And remember, Moses himself had stumbled and made a mistake, and because of that was not going to be allowed to go into the land of Canaan. He was old in age when they reached the edge of the promised land. But ultimately, it was God's decision not to allow him to be the one to lead the people into the promised land. There's a doctrinal, a teaching purpose, obviously, in the book. As it's teaching uh, God's people the instructions, the laws, the covenants that they needed to obey and follow and keep to live as his people in the land that he's going to give them. And uh, they're standing there on the edge of entering this promised land in Deuteronomy and it reminds this younger generation, this new generation uh, of Israelites about their origin, who they are, where they've come from, what God has intended for them, and the book, the book ultimately restates uh, the national laws, the ordinances, the commands that God has given to Israel for them to observe and keep as they go into this promised land. Deuteronomy makes it clear that obedience is necessary in order to receive the blessings promised by God, I would encourage you to read especially Deuteronomy 7, verses 12 through 16, when thinking about that. Deuteronomy relates to Jesus. We've made this point, as Brother David Dan makes in his book, talking about the overview of these Old Testament books. Uh, Deuteronomy relates to Jesus, to Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus is the center point of the Scriptures and everything is ultimately pointing to him, and Deuteronomy is no different. There's a very direct pro- prophecy of Christ in Deuteronomy, as God states that he would raise up a great prophet like Moses, whom all must hear and obey. We'll read about that in Deuteronomy 18, in verses 15 through 19. You can also see in the New Testament, this referenced in Acts chapter 3, in verses 18 through 26. And so the book emphasizes that Uh, Israel was going to rebel and suffer. There would be punishment. But ultimately, God would return them to a place in which he could fulfill his promise of salvation, the purpose of salvation through Christ, and really fulfill the promises made to their forefathers. And that's laid out in Deuteronomy 30, the first 20 verses in particular. When you look at the way that Deuteronomy is laid out as far as an outline... You can see that it ultimately presents three different messages delivered by Moses. And the first message is a historical sermon or lesson, an oration of the most important events of the previous 40 years of Israel's journey through the wilderness. In Deuteronomy chapter 1 through chapter 4, you'll see this message from Moses about uh, the history of Israel to this point. And then the second message from Moses is a law-giving message in nature as he reviews and expounds upon the law of God that the Israelites would be expected to keep and obey uh, as the people of God. You can read about this in Deuteronomy chapters 5 through 26. very lengthy reading covering the law uh, from God to his people. And then the third message from Moses is a a forward thinking, a future look at uh, what the nation of Israel would be concerning blessings because of their obedience, as well as the downfalls, the pitfalls that would come upon Israel because of their disobedience. And that can be read in Deuteronomy 27 through 34. Uh, it's really a, a prophet-like look at na- at the nation of Israel. And since the, the book closes there with the record of the death of Moses in chapter 34, it it really looks like a, a farewell from Moses to the people of Israel, and a handing off uh, of the responsibilities of the leadership role then to Joshua, who was selected by God to follow Moses. One of the very important themes in the book of Deuteronomy is the understanding of consequences when it comes to disobedience, but also the benefits when it comes to obedience. Deuteronomy clearly displays the success that would follow Israel as they obeyed God's law, but it also showed the terrible troubles, punishments, that they would endure because of disobedience. And really, as you follow God's people throughout the Bible story, this same thing can be seen all the way through. That God rewards obedience and extends great promises based on obedience. At the same time, God gives very serious warnings about disobedience and very severe punishments and consequences of such disobedience. It's easy for us in our day and time maybe to overlook those things because God does not deal with us in this current dispensation in the way that he dealt with the nation of Israel then with very direct punishment upon them. But we need to understand that God will operate with us the same way the New Testament teaches, the ultimate judgment that is to come. And whether it be that we're judged today or tomorrow, or whether it be that Judgment is reserved against us until the judgment day, until the end of time. It's surely coming, and God is faithful and just in those things. The Old Testament example of the people of Israel really shows that, how God worked to teach them the value of obedience and also teach them how horrible it is to fall into the hands of the living God when you've been disobedient. There are a number of key principles that are learned throughout the book of Deuteronomy. Loving God, loving your neighbor, loving the law and commands of God, loving to serve and worship God are among many of the things that you learn in a very positive way in the book of Deuteronomy. There are many things that God speaks out very strictly against. And it really reveals the character of God, how that God uh, does not want his people to participate or to be near so many things, but to live as a holy people. There was prohibition against idolatry that was a big point of emphasis. And just ultimately, the following of the commandments of God all the way through. And so the book of Deuteronomy is uh, a final set of instructions given to Israel by Moses, this great leader who has brought them out of the land of Egypt, brought them through 40 years in the wilderness, and brought them now to the edge of the Jordan River, to the edge of the promised land that God would give to the people of Israel as He promised to their forefathers. And it does bring to a close the life of Moses, one of the great characters in the Bible. It also introduces one of the great characters in the Bible, and that's Joshua. And I will really encourage you to read Deuteronomy 31 uh, through 34, and then go right into reading Joshua chapter 1 and 2 to introduce yourself to the great character Joshua, who goes from being Moses' assistant to being a commander in the Lord's army, to then being the head leader taking the place of Moses upon his death. Deuteronomy, it's a repeat of the law, but it's also very much a message from Moses to the people of Israel in a time in which there was great uh, excitement, nervousness, and very much to come. For the nation of Israel as they stood on the doorsteps of the land of Canaan. Isn't it great to go through the scriptures? You know, I've just given you a summary of the overview. But this right here would hopefully better prepare you now to open up Deuteronomy for yourself. And read the scriptures themselves. To see the story of God's people through the eyes of Moses, the great leader. As he speaks to them through Deuteronomy. God speaks to us through His Word. I want to encourage you to stay in the Scriptures, uh, to keep increasing your own faith and your ability to share God's Word with others. Look forward to sharing another episode with you soon. And until then, keep your Bible open and stay in the Scriptures.